Welcome to this episode of The Home Building Hero, where we're here to help you with all things building a home, buying land, purchasing a a lot, anything at all with building a home or design, we've got it here for you so that you guys can be the hero of your new home. I'm your host, David Bellman. Thank you for tuning into this podcast today. Today's topic is what you should know before buying a lot. And this is one of those things where a lot of times people just jump into it and they go and buy their lot. And uh, sometimes they can put themselves into a bad situation because they didn't really take the time to figure things out. They just saw this piece of land or they got pressured into it to buy it quickly because it's a new subdivision and they're selling quickly. But this podcast should be able to help you guys out and make sure that you make a good decision when you buy your lot. So we have all sorts of tips and information on our website. We'll give you the link. Again, if you do want to read more on this and get more detail, you can always go to our website, which is www.bellmanhomes.com. That's B-E-L-M-A-N homes.com and get this information. It's right in our article section. But before you buy a lot, here's some things that you're going to want to get before you make that purchase decision. First of all, make sure you get a copy of the survey or a copy of the plat map. This is really important because it's got all the dimensions of the property and it will also show any legal items on it. So for example, if there's a easement on it, which would maybe prohibit you from building a home in a certain area, um, or an easement can also be on your lot. For example, if you have gas or electric service, the utility company is gonna put an easement on it so they can always access those gas and electric lines. Now, if you're buying a rural lot, make sure that you also get a septic report or a perk test. A perk test is basically some soil borings into the ground that lets you know what kind of soil it is, and it will tell you if the the site is suitable for a septic system and what kind of system you're going to have to put in on your site. And that's really important that you get that. Some developers do not provide those, and then you have to go out and buy it. And it can cost you... $700 to $1,500 to get one of those tests. So make sure that you get that with the lot if you can. The next big thing that you're going to want to get before you buy that lot is get a copy of the covenants or the deed restrictions. This is super important because if you don't look at those and you don't pay attention to the restrictions on that subdivision, you could end up buying a lot that you could never even afford to build a home on. And I hate to say it, but I've seen that happen multiple times where people have come to us and said, hey, I've got this great lot and um, I can spend X amount of dollars on this home. And you look at the restrictions and say, well, guess what? This, say, $500,000 budget you have for the subdivision, the restrictions in this subdivision are basically saying you got to build a million dollar house. So you can't even afford to build the home that you need to in the subdivision. So make sure you get those restrictions and you look through those right away and know what kind of home you're going to build because it's going to tell you whether you've got to build, you know, so how many square feet you have to build. It's going to tell you how much stone you're going to need to put on the outside of the home, possibly what the pitch of the roof is, like the height of the roof. It's going to tell you um, all sorts of things that you know, it could be, they can restrict just about anything. So they may say you got to have window grids on all sides or things like that. Well, all those things, the more they add into there, the more money that potentially is going to cost you. And so you've got to have a good understanding of that. The next thing that you're going to want to get before you buy that lot is if they have a grading plan 
or if they have anything that shows drainage areas and where the water will need to be directed. A grading plan is super helpful. Now, I understand that you could get that plan and you have no clue what that really means. And a lot of these documents that I'm mentioning, you may have no idea why, you know, what that is or what you need to do with that. So that's why you want to engage an expert and get your builder involved. So I always tell people, do not buy a lot until you've actually talked to us, okay? Talk to the builder before you buy the lot. I know my company, we are willing, we go out and look at the lot before you buy it because we want to make sure you don't get into a situation, like I mentioned before, where you buy some sort of a lot and it turns into a giant money pit for you. Or you buy it expecting one thing and then you find out that you can't build what you really want there. So it's really important to engage your builder right away. The other thing that you're going to want to find out is when you buy this lot is if you're near water, if you're near a lake, a river, or a stream, especially in Wisconsin. We have lots of those around here. And if you are, not necessarily a problem, uh, but you do need to be careful because you will need to get most likely a zoning permit, which will take more time and there's an extra expense for it. And of course, if you are near water, you will have to watch out for setbacks because you may have a shoreland setback. You may have to be 75 feet away from it. So you'll need to look and make sure that there's still enough space for your home. The next thing you need to look at before you buy the lot is to look at the utilities and see if they're included or available. Larger lots, you know, they're going to be more expensive to improve. So you might have to put a transformer in just to bring power in. So instead of just running your electric through the ground, you may have to put one of those boxes in just to make sure that you get enough power to your home. If you're on a really big lot, let's say you're on a 5 or 10 acre farm field that was carved off, there may not actually be natural gas anywhere nearby and you might have to get an LP tank. That can be quite a bit more costly and then you got to have them come out and constantly fill your tank so you have fuel to heat your home. The other thing that you want to look at when you're buying the lot is to see if it comes with a soil guarantee. Now a lot of developers, especially on new subdivisions, will offer you a subsoil guarantee. Now this isn't a deal breaker if it doesn't have it, but it is nice to have a subsoil guarantee because what happens is If there is an issue with the soil when you open up the basement, it will usually indicate what the developer's responsibility is. So they may say, hey, we'll pay, you know, X amount of dollars towards your cost or we'll pay if you have to make the basement a little bit deeper, we'll pay part of that cost. So it's always nice to know if you have that and find out how that's how much coverage you would have there. And again, I cannot stress this enough. This is probably if you take one thing away from this podcast today, take this away. Have your builder that you are working with and you know and trust, have them look at that lot before you buy it and give the builder all that information that I mentioned earlier. Give them the survey and the grading plan and the deed restrictions and all those things and and have them look at that because they will see things differently than you do and they will be able to point out additional hidden costs or additional issues that you might be running into. And like I said, that is one of the most important things you can do. The other thing that is hitting a lot of people these days, and it's a surprise to many, is impact fees. And certain municipalities have what's called an impact fee. An impact fee is a one-time fee for connecting into sewer and water services, or it could be a fee because you are putting more load on the municipality. So it could be a fee for 
libraries or parks or different things that the municipality is going to have to upgrade. It's basically like a fee for capital improvements. They also use them for things like fire protection um, or you know adding a new park or those type of things. So make sure you know if there are impact fees and how much they are. Those are typically due when you pull the building permit. So you could end up buying a lot, closing on it, not even realizing their impact fees, and then when you pull the permit for your home, find out that you've got several thousand dollars of additional fees before you even put a shovel to the ground. And they are legal. It's it's a totally legal thing that municipalities do, and it's a revenue generator for them. But you need to be careful. You need to be aware of that. Most developers will disclose that somewhere. They may not disclose the amount of the fee. They may just say there is an impact fee. So just be careful with that because that can seriously affect your budget, especially if it's like $10,000. That can mean a lot on the budget of your new home. The other thing is, again, verify if there is gas or electric to the location. Typically, um, gas will be in the street somewhere and you'll have to connect the gas from the street to your new home. The electric might be further in on the lot And again, you still have to connect that from wherever it's terminated to where your home goes. That is the homeowner's expense to do that. And usually you're charged that through the utility company in your area. The other thing is before you buy that lot, and this is a big piece of advice for you too, is to look at the subdivision and see if they can give you an idea of what types of homes are getting built in there because even though they have the restrictions you could get in a situation where maybe they have modest restrictions and um, you look at and go okay you know I'm going to build maybe a little bit bigger house than those restrictions and also you put that house in and you're the first home in the subdivision and then everything else after you is these small tiny houses that just barely meet the restrictions that's a bad situation for you because you don't always want to be the biggest, most expensive home in the area. So if you can get any indication of the types of homes that are going in, especially if there's already a couple homes going up, then you have a better idea of you know what the subdivision is going to kind of look like. But make sure you know that and, and find out too in the subdivision, is it is it open to other builders? Is it exclusive to one builder? There's obviously advantages and different er, disadvantages for that, but uh, you know, you know, we can cover that in a future blog topic, but um, definitely look at that as well because that can sometimes make a difference. If you want a lot of variety, then you may want to go into a subdivision where it's built by multiple builders. But again, there's other issues with that as well. So I do have a couple bonus tips for you as well. Um, if you're going to buy a lot, if there already is a home in the area, if you can, try and see some of the neighbors and just see if you can stop by one day, walk through it, the subdivision maybe in the evening, and if you can run into anybody out there, just check with the neighbors. It's a good opportunity, one, to meet them and see if you like them. Uh, but the other thing is you can check with them and see if they encountered any problems when they were building. You know, did they have soil problems? Do they have drainage problems? Do they get water in their basement? You know, if they're telling you those things, uh, that would obviously be a red flag for you, and they're going to know better than anybody because they're living there on a daily basis. And then the other thing you can do if you're really unsure of a lot is to find the local building inspector. And they can be a huge help to you because they can make you aware of different circumstances or conditions um, on some of the neighboring lots in there. And they can provide a lot of information. So you can always check with the building inspector. And again, like I said, final piece of advice. I can't say this enough, guys. If you're looking at buying a lot, make sure that you engage your builder before you do that because let's be honest here, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people. You're smart. 
and you're trying to do the best thing, but having another set of eyes and having somebody that's actually going to construct the home, look at that lot, they're going to have a very different lens that they're looking at and they can definitely help you and save you a lot of money. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you found it very educational. We have a ton more information about how to buy a lot and things you're going to want to look for on our website. So if you'd like to research that further, please feel free to go to www.bellmanhomes.com. That's B-E-L-M-A-N homes.com. And you can research more on this topic. And of course, I want to encourage you all, if you love the Home Building Hero, to please subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. We want to make sure that you guys have the best building experience possible and you're fully educated as you go into that process. So we have new episodes dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So again, subscribe. And thanks for listening to the podcast today. And you guys have a great day. Talk to you soon.